Welcome back to the Teacher's Cup of Coffee. Hope everybody's having a great school year. Hope everybody's ready to turn that corner sort of towards winter break. Have a really strong few weeks on our way into winter break. Today we're going to be talking about something I think that's really important, really, really cool topic as well. Academic safety. Is our classroom academically safe for students? And to talk about academic safety, we're going to be pulling from an article from a website I love, The Cult of Pedagogy, Jennifer Gonzalez. And this article is six years old. It's, but, you know, in my opinion, it's more pertinent than ever because as we rebuild schools, as we rebuild classrooms, as we move further and further out of the pandemic and back to normal, it's so important that we re-engage students. And, and in order to re-engage students in, in tough learning, in rigorous learning, we need them to feel safe asking questions. We need them to feel safe taking risks and grappling with challenging topics and skills. We need them to feel academically safe in the classroom. If they don't, they're not going to fully engage and we're not gonna be able to get them through the challenging content that we want to. Not gonna help them grow because if they don't feel safe asking questions, then they're not gonna ask questions. They're not gonna jump in, they're not gonna take risks. You know, even from talking to my own two daughters who are in middle school and high school, I can just tell from their stories, it's pretty clear which classrooms they feel safe in academically and which they don't. Which classrooms do they love the discourse and the conversation and the back and forth and the questions? And which ones do they feel like, uh-uh, I'm not asking anything in that class. I'm just going to do my best to figure it out on my own. And it's such a difference in the way they tell stories. And, you know, it's hard, though, because as Jennifer Gonzalez points out in this article, you know, it, there's a there's a fine line, right, between like a, a student saying, I don't get this uh, and, and they've really tried. They've engaged with the lesson. They've asked you some questions and they still don't get it. Right. And and so you got to take them to that next level of, of, of checking for understanding or helping them out or reteaching. There's a fine line between the kid working hard and just not getting it. And the kid that's like, I've been lazy this entire lesson, and now with one minute to go, I'm going to ask you for help. And it's like, no, no, those are two different things. So that first one, there's a lot of academic safety, and the kid still is struggling, right? That second one, there, there might be academic safety as well, but we wouldn't know because the kid's sort of just being apathetic, not engaging. Uh, so, you know, as much as I say I can talk to my own kids and, and, and they can describe to me a classroom and I'll know if they feel academically safe or not. It's, it's not that simple, right? It, there's, there's nuance in this. But all that said, whether, whether we're talking about kids that are trying their best, working through tough stuff, or whether we're talking about kids that aren't, we, we're trying to re-engage all of these learners, right? We're trying to bring them all back and we need them as learners to feel safe in our classrooms academically, and to be encouraged to ask for help. We want students to ask for help. So Jennifer gives us eight steps to creating a safe classroom. I'm gonna go through them pretty quickly. Step one, and, and I, I wanna be clear, 
you might just take one of these. That's all that's all that matters. Just just grab one that you can do more of in your classroom and that will help make your classroom more academically safe. All right, suggestion number 1. Ask questions instead of asking four questions. So end of a teaching moment, does anybody have any questions? I'll tell you what, even in a room of adults, almost no one is going to ask a question in that moment. That is, we, we basically say that because we don't know what else to say as educators. It just kind of comes out. I think we all know that it's not a valuable check for understanding. Are there any questions? Oh, none? Okay, then you all must understand. No, we know that's not the case. So instead of asking, does anyone have any questions, ask some targeted questions. Ask some quick questions of specific students or specific groups about what we just learned and make sure they understand. So instead of asking four questions, ask some targeted questions. Suggestion number two, have students explain things to each other. So you just finished teaching something. All right, think, pair, share, turn and talk. Now I want the first person gets one minute to explain what I just talked about to their partner and time it for a minute and then have them switch and have the other partner explain it. So now they've been able to hear it from the teacher, hear it from another student and say it themselves. It takes two minutes, but you're going to really raise the level of understanding and, and they're going to feel safe because they're not talking in front of the whole class. They're talking to one other student. Suggestion number three, do the first few steps of challenging work with students. We all know this, right? I do, we do, you do. So this is we do. So instead of just explaining what they're going to do and then have them start doing it, explain what they're going to do, then sort of start with them, then pull back and let them go on. This really helps them get some positive momentum in the challenging work. So they get going on it with a little assistance and then they're able to move forward on their own. So do the first few steps with students. Suggestion number four, have students score a completed task. This is a really good one, especially on a big, hard assignment. So you've we've done some learning. Now you've explained the assignment. Instead of just saying, go do it, now you hand out someone who's already done that assignment or a similar assignment and you say okay I want you to read through this or look through this and I want you to tell us what you think that student deserves for a grade and why and having the students do that will really give them a deeper understanding of what you're expecting and how you'll be looking at it when you're going to grade it. Suggestion number five, teach students how to ask questions. They don't know. I've done a few podcasts on asking better questions um, or teaching kids to ask better questions. So they don't necessarily know, even us as adults, we don't know the right questions to ask all the time. Help with this would be welcome. So you can provide some question stems and make them use them. Hand out some question stems and say, okay, Sarah, you got to ask me a question using one of those stems about what we just did. Go. All right. And then when she asks, you answer that question and then have someone else do it. You might put some question stems up on uh, like hanging in the classroom so you can take some time to teach them how to ask questions. That is going to make them feel more academically safe if they know how to ask the right questions. Suggestion number six, provide time for private questions. This is so important. So many students 
don't want to ask questions in front of the larger group. So there has to be time built in for them to ask private questions. This can be during their group work, during their independent work. There can be a way they get to you, be it via email, be it walk over to your desk, be it you bring everybody over to your desk and say, ask me one question about what we're doing. What is something you're not fully understanding? You have to give them a chance to ask these questions privately. If they ask the questions privately, they're more likely to ask. And then again, they will feel more academically safe because they're not being vulnerable in front of the entire class. Suggestion number seven, create contingency plans. I love this. I love this, especially in secondary schools where, you know, kids are going home to do some pretty challenging homework. You got to work through what they do if they run into trouble. So are there some websites they should specifically go to if they're struggling? Are there some videos that you can provide so that if they don't understand it when they're at home, they can watch these videos and it'll help? How or who do they reach out to if they have questions? Should they find someone in the class that, they, that they're friends with and, they, and make sure they know how they can reach out to them? Should they have a way to reach out to you? Be it, I have a lot of teachers I know that let students email them with homework questions in the evening and the teachers do their best to check. So there's a lot of ways that you can give a contingency plan. Should, you know, here's another one. Let's pretend they're doing some math homework. If they don't get it, should they guess? Or should they just leave it blank? Or should they have to write a question instead of answering the, the question, right? So that's another contingency plan. What do you do if you can't get one of these or you don't know how to start it? Basically, pretend you're a kid struggling with the work at home. What should you do next? And then you're gonna actually go over these contingency plans. So you're teaching kids what to do when they're stuck. Again, if kids just get stuck and that's all they know to do is just be stuck, then we're not helping them feel academically safe. We need to help them understand what to do when they are stuck. And that is why you create these contingency plans. And last but not least, suggestion number eight, ask students if they feel safe. You know, ask students, do you feel comfortable asking questions in class? Uh, can you get help when you need it? Do you know what to do to get help? And you know, you can ask this in a conversation, you can ask this in a survey, you can have them answer this as a do now or a, a wrap up, you know, and, and but you also could do a Google form and make it anonymous and then you'll get your most real answers because some kids, as soon as they have to write their name on it are gonna say, oh yeah, I feel safe. I feel I can ask any questions I want, even though they don't really feel that way. So the by adding anonymity, you're gonna find out like, Am I providing enough ways for you to get help? Am I making you feel academically safe? And if you make it anonymous, it'll be even more honest from the kids. So ask students if they feel safe. So quick review. Remember, you might try all eight. You might write them down. You might pick one, two, three, four. Who knows? But here are eight steps to creating a safe classroom. Number one, ask questions instead of asking four questions. Number two, have students explain things to each other after they learn from you. Number three, do the first few steps, especially of challenging assignments with students. Help them get that momentum. Number four, hand out a completed task and have students score them. Number five, teach students how to ask questions. Number six, Provide time for private questions. Give students an opportunity to ask you things privately. Number seven, create contingency plans. Teach kids what they do if they get stuck. And number eight, survey students and ask them, 
Do you feel academically safe in my classroom? These eight things I think are awesome steps. I think in a perfect classroom, all eight of these are in place. They're all routines. And then students really know that they can take risks, that they can be vulnerable, that they can ask for help in ways in which they're comfortable. Kids are in learning recovery mode right now. All of us are still recovering, and kids especially are in learning recovery mode. And this means they're recovering both in terms of skills and content and as learners. They're recovering in their skills and content and they're recovering as learners. We really need to help them recover as learners, and we need to do so by making sure they feel safe as learners. So start with even just one of these eight. Start with even just one. And if you do so, it's going to make your class more academically safe right away. So I hope everybody is going to have a nice December, going to have classrooms that are making kids feel academically safe. I hope you're charged up to have a good three, four weeks, whatever you got left. Kids need us. Kids need to feel academically safe. You can do this. Pick one of the eight. Get going on it. Make your classroom an academically safe space. Thank you. Thank you for joining us here on the Teacher's Cup of Coffee. Oh,